This is Her Self-Expression with Beverly Price, a podcast dedicated to women who seek self-empowerment. Like many women, Beverly suffered with low self-esteem, and now she is on the other side and is ready to share her knowledge with you. In this podcast, we interview inspirational women every week who share action-oriented tips to boost self-image and self-confidence. If you'd like to move from self-loathing to self-love, as Beverly did, stay tuned for today's episode that is sure to help you take on the world. And now, here's Beverly. Enjoy the show. Hi, beautiful. I hope you're having an awesome day. I'm Beverly Price, Women's Transformational Coach and the host of the Her Self-Expression Podcast. Most women struggle with their self-image and self-confidence. Her Self-Expression provides knowledge, support, and insight to help women on their life journey to self-empowerment on the inside and out so they can confidently take on a world of opportunity. Today, I have these questions for you to consider. Do you have a relationship with time? Is it a friend or an enemy? Do you use time to help you on your journey to empowerment? Well, my guest today is Marissa Lonick, who is going to talk with me about time management and productivity and how it can help you on your road to success. Marissa is a keynote speaker, life and business coach, three times author, top-rated podcast host, and founder of Mama Work It. After spending nearly 15 years in corporate leadership positions, Marissa shifted gears to become a full-time momager and biz momager. Through her books, courses, and coaching programs, she helps moms juggling mom life, work life, wife life, and fill-in-the-blank life. Her time management and goal achievement strategies have helped the most overwhelmed moms turn their dreams into reality, even when they thought they had no time to make any of it happen. If you want to feel empowered, be more productive, and be in control of your time, listen to our conversation. Hi, Marissa. Thank you so much for being my guest today. It's so good to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am just honored and excited to be here chatting with you. This is such an important topic. Before we get to the topic, can you tell me a little bit about your personal journey to empowerment? Yes, and I think it probably relates very well to what we're going to talk about today because I think my personal journey really is what got me started in the space of helping women with their time management, with their productivity, with their goal achievement. And that to me was getting very intentional with how Mm. I was spending my time. So I'll give you a quick scenario. I, um, I became a mom in 2013 to twins. And I was a corporate employee (laughs) at the time. Yep. Baptism by fire right there. (laughs) I was a corporate employee at the time. I've always been very ambitious. I had no intention of leaving the workforce when I became a mom and really couldn't because, you know, I lived in New York. It's expensive. Dual working household was necessary. So I wanted to grow in my career. 
I wanted to fulfill some of those goals. And I also wanted to be the best possible mom, wife version of myself outside of work. And I, I found that to be challenging at that time. I felt really yes. overwhelmed. I felt like my time was in control of me. I wasn't in control of it. And make a long story short, I got offered this really great job promotion during that time. And mm -hmm. what it would mean, as with most job promotions, right, more responsibility. Right. Uh, for me, it meant a move and a longer commute, obviously more money, which is always a great thing. But I really, right. I really struggled with making that decision because I already felt like I was, I was sinking a little bit in my life, right? Like I was, I was treading water day in and day out just to keep all the balls in the air. And I thought, well, if I add an additional bigger responsibility to my day-to-day, -day, more time that's going to be needed to focus on this area of my life, I'm going to feel like I have less time for these things and it's going to feel not good if I already don't feel well right now. But when you are someone who is ambitious, who wants to grow, who wants to develop themselves, that's not an easy decision to make. And what happened was I ended up going for it. We did it. My family and I, we moved. I took the new job. And what I realized was managing my time didn't actually get harder. It just got different. And I got so much better at it because I had to. And what I realized, though, is that I, I was able to get so crystal clear, so intentional with how I was using my time that I found I had more free time, more time for things that I enjoyed doing that I didn't even realize I wanted to be doing. And overall, I felt really aligned, really empowered. So that's really where the root of how I started working with women was. It was my own personal journey. So after that, that beautiful story, I just, I absolutely love that journey. Why is time management so important for women? You know, I think women tend to be more nurturing by nature. We're often the default parent, right? Just think about many situations you find yourself in. And we can often also have a really heavy mental load, right? Lots of things that were responsibilities that we're carrying that are visible and invisible. Right. And so by default, you know, we do get pretty good at time management in order to just be right, to live up the, to the societal standards, to all of the pressures around us, to just what yes. we're expecting of ourselves. But I think what happens is we get really good at managing our time for others and not really great at including ourselves in that strategy. True. Yeah. So how I like to go about teaching time management or what I lovingly refer to for my clients, many of them are mothers, time management, is I really like to empower women to prioritize what's truly important to them, their goals, their dreams, and, and not treat those things like second-class citizens that they'll try and squeeze in to the gaps that they find here and there, but more so make those priorities and then work around those important things. Because when we feel our best, when we feel good, what happens is we do good. We have more energy. We're more motivated. We're more productive. And actually, we get more done. So it's really just That's this cyclical effect as to how, you know, that inner work and that, that inner alignment is so important with the outer products, services, output that you're able to do.
Absolutely. For many years, I was a single mom. So I can testify that that time becomes a true challenge. So do you feel that time management is even more important for moms? Well, you know, I think I wouldn't necessarily say it's more important for moms. It's just different. You know, gotcha. mothers have an additional role, right, that they're juggling alongside the many other roles they have. And quite frankly, speaking from a mom's viewpoint, it's the most important one I have. So it just adds a totally different element, a whole new set of priorities, a different balance that, you know, makes sense for that particular season. So I think everyone has different struggles, different juggles they they need to manage. And for moms, it's just one element of that. Awesome. So if if we take a look at the things you said about time management and we link in productivity, mm-hmm. I know historically they always say there's a link between time management and productivity. How does your particular approach to time management affect productivity? Yeah, I do think there's an absolute link there. I think, you know, I've heard that quote. I'm sure you've heard it before. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? So there Mm -hmm. has to be some type of organizational element there. Otherwise, you know, you can't just expect every day to like wave a magic wand and get all the things done that you intend to get done, right? (laughs) Wouldn't that Uh, be nice? (laughs) I would say it would be nice for sure. But I would say that element is important. But even more importantly is the prerequisite that I like to say, which is the clarity. If you don't have clarity, if you're not clear on what you intend to get done, on what your goals are, and now those could be very big goals or even micro goals that you're doing, you know, on a daily basis, small steps to get toward bigger things or just keep keep the ship moving in your household and your work and all of those things. You know, without that, you can't manage your time well. You can't prioritize well because you don't even have a basis of what you want to, you know, focus on. So I'd say definitely there's a link there, but first and foremost, you need clarity. And then, of course, an organizational system so that you're actually more inclined to follow through and hold yourself accountable to complete the tasks. Gotcha. Accountability, that's always the wild card, huh? Yeah. What are some things perhaps that a woman in particular needs to watch out for? The red flags of managing her time. Oh, what a great question. Yes. So, well, I'm going to, I'm going to backtrack on this really quickly. So I'm going to ask you, your listeners, when you're having small talk with others and you Mm -hmm. get the question, the famous old question, how are you? How are you, Beverly? What's your typical go-to answer? Well, usually it's fine. Yeah. I love that. Great. I hope you're fine. I hope you're good. Right. Those are some, some (laughs) things that we say. What I often hear from people, and not when I ask this question, but just when I'm having this small talk, is people are now starting to use another word synonymously to good and fine. Do you want to take a guess of mm. what that is? Okay. <laughs> it's busy. It's busy. Oh, yes. Do you yes. ever hear that? Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. So what, what's happening is, and this is a red flag that I want you to be aware of, maybe you're doing this, maybe you hear this outside in your small talk conversations, is as a society, as a culture, we're starting to use the word busy synonymously with good and fine. We're starting to, to wear it as a badge of honor. It's starting to oh. be viewed as something that's positive. Right. If you're busy, oh, you must be successful. You must be doing really well. Your life must be so full of great things. Right. And, you know, there's a big difference between being busy, feeling busy and, and actually being productive. I, right. I know plenty of people and I'm sure you probably do, too. But I know plenty of people that are busy all the time, feel very stressed, very anxious and at the end of the day, they sit down, they put their head on the pillow, and they think of all the things they didn't actually get done. They were busy. Mm -hmm. They were busy doing lots of things, but it wasn't actually things that they wanted to focus on, wanted to prioritize, whether that's because they gotcha. don't even have that clarity or whether that's because they just didn't prioritize effectively, right? Now, on the contrary, there's lots of people out there that will never answer that question with the word busy go through life in a really calm way, right? Aren't feeling stressed or anxious. And then end the day feeling extremely proud, extremely accomplished, extremely productive because they got done the things they needed to get done and their focus was really on point. Right. So that is one thing I would say is, is watch out for the busy badge. Are you wearing it? You know, are you okay. using that as a a way to sort of portray something positive when you actually don't feel positive being busy? One of my pet peeves is that when you text somebody or call them and they don't return it, they say they're too busy. When a text probably takes 30 seconds to return and a phone call takes a minute or two, even just to say, I've been so busy, I'm sorry I couldn't call. So what do you say to people that are too busy for that? Yeah, you're not too busy. It's not a priority to you. <laughs> That's it. That's what I, I mean, figured. You don't have to say that point blank to your friend or whoever. I mean, you might offend them. No, but the message but... comes across. Yeah. Yeah, that's, but that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's not that we don't have time for something. It's not that we're too busy for something. It's that we didn't make that something a priority. And sometimes that's okay. That's okay. Yes. Not everything can be a priority every day, right? Otherwise, we are going to be busy right. all day long and probably not feel very well. But right. um, just recognizing that and being okay with that, right? Whether you're on the giving end or the receiving end and making peace with that. And tell me a little bit about this thought just came to mind when you were talking about people putting their head on the pillow. There's a person that goes through life kind of maniacally, frazzled all the time. And then there's the person that goes through life peaceful and calm and composed. Do you think those two people have a different approach to time management? Completely. Yes. I think okay. that it really here's the thing. I, I love to teach practical hacks. I love to teach tips and strategies. But even with all of that education and that knowledge and the best intention, mm -hmm. if your mindset is not in the right space when it comes to how you're managing your time, 
it's not going to work out. Even if you are someone like that first example who is busy all the time, is feeling anxious and stressed, right? Never feels like they measure up at the end of the day. No matter how productive you are and how much you get done, you're always going to feel like a failure. You're always going to feel yes. like time is scarce and there's never enough of it. And, you know, time's not your friend. She's your frenemy and all of those things. Right. And, you know, you you won't end up making the time and space, creating that that environment where you're actually prioritizing what's important to you because you're always going to feel like I used to feel. Time is in control. I'm just here for the ride, right? Now, on the other hand, if you're someone who has a mindset around abundance when it comes to time, if you feel like right. time is there when you need it, you know, there's always enough of it. We are, you know, we we all give in this amazing amount of it every day and we get to choose how we spend it because really it all does come down to those choices, whether you are someone who has to go to work every day and go to an office and, you know, you're making that choice. And, right. and I know that, you know, you could, you could argue and say, hey, I got to pay my mortgage. I got to go to work. But in the end, could you decide to quit your job and not go to work? Of course you could, but it's a decision you're choosing to make. And right. that's okay. I, you know, we all have to make these choices for different reasons and there's nothing wrong with that. But that empowerment behind how we're looking at time is really a game changer. Okay. Well, everyone stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment when Marissa will share her three actionable tips to being more productive with time management. We'll be right back. Hi, beautiful. Beverly Price here. If you want personalized guidance on your journey to confidence and empowerment from someone who's been there and don't want to go it alone, then my signature coaching may be just right for you. With a confidential approach and one-on-one -on -one personal support that has helped hundreds of women, we'll work together to move you forward. Whether you are looking to deal with a major life change or an overall life overhaul, schedule a free discovery call with me today at HerSelfExpression.com to learn more and say yes to the ride of your lifetime. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, we're back. Marissa, what three actionable steps would you give our audience to become more productive with their time? Okay, I would say let's start with a really practical and easy thing that you can start doing right away. Okay. If you find yourself saying the words, I don't have time in your regular vernacular, your regular vocabulary, I'm going to okay. challenge you to start replacing that phrase with the phrase, it's not a priority to me. And I'd love to exemplify this really quickly if I can. Sure. Yeah. So let's say I hear this one a lot about exercise or working out, right? A lot of people will say, <laughs> I don't have time you to work out. read my mind. <laughs> Trust me, I've been there. I have been in those shoes. So a lot of people will say, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to exercise. And what happens is when you say these words out loud, you start to believe them. They start to become your truth. And you start to feel like this is just your life. You are not someone who exercises. You don't have time and space for that. It's just, it, it becomes your reality. Okay? Okay. Now, on the other hand, if you replace that expression with, it's not a priority to me, 
So exercise isn't a priority to me. Working out isn't a priority to me. Going to the gym isn't a priority to me. Whatever it is, you're going to feel one of two ways. And either way that you feel, in my opinion, is a win in the situation. So the first way you're going to feel is you're going to feel like, well, you know what? It's not. It's not a priority to me right now. I am juggling other things. My focus is in these areas. This is what I'm doing, and that's okay. And all of a sudden, all that shame, all that guilt, all of that shooting on yourself that you feel like you're doing, you start to feel like, okay, I'm I'm actually making this decision, and it's empowering, and I feel okay with it, and I can kind of move on and clear some of that energy and space and guilt and whatever's taking up valuable space up here, right? Now, that's one win, in my opinion. The other win here is you say those words out loud, working out isn't a priority to me, and something does not feel okay. You feel very misaligned. It doesn't feel like you're speaking your truth when you say that out loud. And what happens is you get a little kick in the booty to make it a priority for you. So you find a way to make it happen. You get really creative here. You wake up a little earlier, you go to sleep a little later, you block some time on your schedule where you're not going to get booked with meetings or calls and you, you know, sign up for a class at the gym, whatever it is. But saying that out loud when it doesn't feel like your truth ignites something in you to want to make it your truth. Mm -hmm. So that's my first actionable step. Okay. Okay. My second one is if you are someone who doesn't have an organizational system of how you're managing your time, managing your day, you have to get one. (laughs) So a lot of people I'll ask this question to, they'll say, well, I keep everything up here, meaning in in their mind, in their brain. That's not an organizational system, okay? You need something outside of your head where you can put your goals on, put your schedule on, put your to-do list on, whatever it is. So that you can have the ability to laser focus when you need to without all of these jumbled up things swirling around. Now, do I have a specific system I recommend? That's usually the follow-up question. I do not. I think everyone's lifestyles are different. Everyone's needs are different. So I will say, find one that works for you, meaning it is very simple to use. It doesn't take a ton of time, a ton of energy to organize it every day, and you can consistently use it. So it's going to actually work for you. So for example, if you're someone who is using an electronic calendar, is that simple for you or are you just not a tech person and you prefer to write things down? That's okay. Or is are you using a, a, an electronic calendar and when those reminders go off, you're ignoring them? That's not working for you. So ensure that it's something that you're actually able to consistently follow and that is, again, very simple, very easy to implement into your lifestyle. Excellent. 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 All right. And tip number three is use your time with intention. Use your time with intention. So, hey, we all get free pockets of time every day, no matter how busy you think you are. We all get these free moments, whether it's, you know, a 30-minute stretch here, a five-minute stretch there. We do. And I want you to think about the next time you have one of those free pockets of time before you take out this thing right here and start scrolling unintentionally or start 
compulsively checking email when you don't need to, or just start, you know, doing something that isn't necessarily something you care that much about. Am I using my time in this moment with intention? Am I doing something that I actually want to do that's going to make me feel good after I've done it? That's going to move me a little closer to a larger goal that I have? What could I be doing to fill this time or space that is intentional in this moment? Absolutely. You know, I hear that phrase from so many different experts in so many different walks of life to be intentional, to be present and to be intentional. That's great advice. Thank you. So I have one question that I like to ask all my guests to wrap things up, and that is, what does self-expression mean to you, Marissa? Ooh, loaded question. I will give it my best, <laughs> my best shot here. I would say really just being authentically you, right? Not what others want you to be, not what you think you should be, not even what a past version of yourself thought you should be because we're always evolving and growing and changing. Like don't strive for basic, strive for extraordinary and be who you want to be. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Marissa, for being with me today. I've thoroughly enjoyed talking with you about time management. Thank you so much for having or me. mom management. <laughs> <laughs> to get to where Marissa describes, we need practice, consistency, and desire. I believe that we need both outside and inside strength to come together to make our empowerment journey complete. Thank you for being with Marissa and myself on this episode of Her Self-Expression. I hope you can see the direct connection between getting control of your time and empowerment. I love connecting you with incredible women that can provide actionable steps for you to take on your journey. Please download and share this podcast episode with your friends so we can help other women. I want to carry this message of empowerment to over 100,000 women wherever they are, and I need your help spreading the word. Remember, the more you express yourself, the better you feel. Self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to go it alone. No matter where you are on your journey, I'm here to help. Thank you and take care. Thank you for listening to the Her Self-Expression podcast today. To listen to past episodes, visit www.herselfexpression.com. Once there, you're going to want to take our quiz to see where you stand right now on your journey to self-expression. If you have any questions or would like to share your thoughts with Beverly and other like-minded women, join our Facebook group, the Her Self-Expression Sisterhood. Invite your friends too. When you download and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or other podcast services, be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends to download it too so we can continue to help others. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. And remember, self-expression doesn't have to be a mystery. It's your key to confidence and self-empowerment both inside and out. But most importantly, remember that you don't have to do it alone. Visit www.herselfexpression.com and join us today.